Hi, everybody. This is Shane Hensley, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. It is definitely quiet and cold on the way back, and you encounter nothing. You see shift, shaping, shape, shifting shapes. <laughs> Reggie takes that to heart, by the way, that he just scared that thing off. Really? I mean, I feel really bad about it. Just curious. Yeah, yeah, man, I, I, I'm thinking about as we're walking back. I'm thinking about it more. Maybe it did the whole dog thing to be more appealing, to be like less of a threat. And I just yelled at it, Ness. But it yelled at it. But it ate the dog, Reg, right? I mean... I don't know. Did it? I didn't eat the dog. Did the dog just die because this stupid idiot put the dog out in this corrosive atmosphere? And the dog probably died because of the neglect of this man. Reg, the dog was in the dome. The dog was fine. But... Okay, maybe I missed... Do these... How do we know these things eat the things that they become? I don't, I'm just supposing, I don't know. We have to assume the worst. I mean, we did see some of that blue slime, which looks like what they're made out of on Dan, remember? I have to at least entertain the possibility that X Investments has evil in their heart. I mean, clearly it's a megacorp. All megacorps have evil in their heart. I just assume so. I just wanted to get it on record. <laughs> oh god right, so, turning into an so let's say you're back at the dome now as he says we approach we the dome back at the dome now okay and there's nothing outside no encounters along the way uh i mean you want to go in and see if something yeah. stopped by for a visit well i mean i'm assuming i mean dan did the scan so yeah we can check with him and see if anything showed itself yeah all right and then i and then i think we head back over to the viper and yep. I, I, we've, we've got to try to get a signal upstream to uh to bento yeah. we're gonna to have to check in absolutely all right we uh roll into the airlock mm. push the button for the decon all's good you're inside all right are you contacting bento uh, i think we were gonna and we were gonna at least cursorily investigate the dome again just to see if okay all right you're through the airlock you're inside okay uh and then you know roll into room two to talk to dan see you know did the scan show anything did anything approach the dome did anything enter the dome uh dan reports that nothing uh came within 100 meters of the dome while you were away Hmm. all right i mean i guess they could have been watching us i suppose yeah maybe they just yeah, I don't know. It's just speculation now. All right, well, can we do anything with the call with Dan? Um, do we have some way to transfer from Dan back? If not, it's probably best just to do it. Oh, maybe we do it in the ship. Yeah, right. On the ship. Okay. I'm have on you, board. Unless, um, Todd, did we find uh, 
I know we transferred the data from the robot to Dan. Uh, is there some way to transfer from Dan to uh, to our ship? I know we we didn't have a um, not a hacker's kit, but a uh, you know electronics kit. You'd ask we you know clearly we didn't have that. Uh, is there some way? Did we find anything in the dome? Uh, you know, thumb drive kind of stuff where we could transfer things, or can we like burn a CD? Is that still a thing? <laughs> what data is it? What data are you attempting to transfer? Uh, so we had the data from the robot that we transferred to Dan. Dan wasn't able to interpret it; it was all scrambled. Right, um, and there's there's one file at the end of that which is which is encoded in a different way than the whole rest of the file. Right. And then we have all of Dan's records that, you know, Nash would like to compile and take as well. Right. I think we can assume that you can, you can get that to the ship's computer. Um, what, what would be beyond your skills would be transferring the system from one computer to another. But this is just data files is all it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, Reg, what do you think? Maybe Dan can help us interpret whatever he might find on on the ship's computer i would be uh, pleased to assist you jack i, would I am programmed to be helpful and friendly <laughs> well that's well that's a relief and yeah of course i would i would like to give dan a crack at it as well as reggie jr all right um i see what dan could do we, we we've got the the ship's computer um it was it was spotty at best we we couldn't get good power to but uh let me hook it up to you and, and see if you can interpret the data for us. While he's working, what do you say is the possibility of being being able to rip Dan, the instance of Dan, and just sort of have? I mean, I sort of lo I like Dan. Well, it, it, first off, it's beyond your skills. But next oh, my off, skill, definitely. Next off, it's a different operating system than your ship has. Oh, but I, I just to like. Look, maybe I could burn a CD of Dan. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, what? How did you do, Dan? Well, you could definitely contact the data analyzing Neuronet people and see if you could buy a copy of Dan 734. Doesn't the data analyzing Neuronet people work for Somnambula? I, Reg, I don't know. All these megacorps are starting to make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> they all own each other. They all buy and sell each other. And they all control each other. It's what? time to burn it all down. And, oh, never mind. So, <clears throat> sorry, Dan. Are, are you still with me, Reg? I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the, the more of these things we go on, the more of, the more of my psyche sort of takes on. Never mind. We're just going to leave it alone. <laughs> okay. And Dan says, thank you, Reg. I was having difficulty parsing your narrative intention. As was I. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the meanwhile, let's get a roll from Nash to hook that, that drive up. I will not this be is... helping you this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because I got a six total. He <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like ways like you step yeah. in and I'm like, no, no, no. I, yeah, right. You're right. Yeah, I got, got it. it. Got it. Yep. Yep. 
Okay, so this is a this is a yes and you do manage to hook it up to Dan and uh he's able to pull together the fragmentary records that are encoded into the ship. And we win. Okay. <laughs> and uh Dan tells you is reading out uh the stats from the the ship's log and there was no time for anyone to make a uh a recording or a log entry, but there are some automated entries that to him seem to indicate a sudden engine seizure of the atmospheric engine, which caused the ship to go down, and then many other systems went offline at one time, suggesting a possible fire in the cockpit. Hmm. Um, however, this is interesting, says Dan. <laughs> According to the uh, mission protocols and records that were under seal for uh, Captain, uh, just not Captain, for Dr. Mintaka's eyes only. This was a follow-up mission to a mission run three months previous. Motherfucker. What? Son of a bitch. I told you, Reggie. I fucking told you. I mean, I, I don't know why I'm surprised. I sh really shouldn't be. So who was on that follow-up mission? Was it Mintaka? It was Mintaka again. You just said that, right? I have no indication of uh, any details on the previous mission. However, the timestamp on the input of the node coordinates predates this mission by 94 days. All right, let's just hold on. Hold on, Nish. So the last time this happened, we presented the situation. In other words, they knew exactly where they were going, and they were returning to an address they already knew three months ago. Right, so it's, right. it's everything that Nash was afraid of. Right. Everything, right. But like we, we've been faced with this sort of situation where we're not getting all the information being sent into a scenario that we're not prepared for. And what was Bento's reaction? Remind me the last time we this happened, how he responded. I mean, Do you remember? Ben, Bento said he's got our back. I mean, I told him that. I mean, you were there. I mean, he said, we're not going to do business like this. I mean, if this is the customer that he wants to bring on board, then I'm out. I'm, I'm not, this, this ends today. We're done. This mission is over. If there's a, a chair, Reggie just kind of like collapses into the chair. I feel like we're being pushed away. I feel like we have no other choice but to just, look, we, this, this is a farce. Am I right? Why? why? Rescue mission? So, I mean, I think she's playing fast and loose with the truth, clearly. Uh, I mean, I guess this is how, you know, these big corps run. I mean, the people don't matter as long as they get their results. If she thought we could rescue people, then so be it. If that's the case, then they get what they're after whatever information that they, they sent this follow-up. I mean, clearly they knew this thing was here. They were coming back to get it, and I think it got out of hand. I mean, I, as far as we know, there's no other structure. She said there was no structures, no sentient life. There's nowhere for them to be unless they weren't taken over by these creatures. I mean, that thing looked like the dog. So, okay, that's fine. Now, I know this is only... Probably this is on this is the second time something like this has happened, right? This is the third time the with third time. At what point do you and I decide that Bento 
is in on it. I I don't I think Bento's looking for the bottom line. I mean, we've got Silla's business. Uh I know he's been working on some other stuff, and you know, this day tripping is new for Dark Matter. I mean, like we're it, right? Like we're the fucking crew. And but this isn't day tripping. I mean, in a matter of speaking, I mean, you know, you're not going to send, you know, Susie in the office or. Oh. God damn it. Sally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Red. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're not just going to send anybody. I mean, you have to pilot a slip ship to get us. I mean, we're in free space, but like, it's still, it's still a jump. I mean, like, like we're the crew, like the six of us, like, this is it. Like. Oh, yeah. The only other way to reach this planet would be a generation ship. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you for that. A lot, a lot of times my, my uh, scope of these things is, is, is skewed. John, no, you, are, you are many hundreds of light years from Earth. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I, I, I think he's looking out for, for dark matter. I mean, I, I, I feel like he's behind us. Although so he dropped the ball with me early, but I guess there's nothing. I mean, that's well, that's like, water under the bridge now. We've is hold on before I say this. We, this is the NDA thing, right? Well, so oh, yeah. we couldn't go back and discuss this with anybody other than Bento, right? right because they will okay. sue you to death. Exactly. <laughs> unto, right. death. unto death, I think was the actual term. Unto <laughs> death. All right, we're under an NDA. First, yes. That, uh, that pisses me off anyway. I signed it because this is what Bento wanted and we're in with Bento. Did you well, even read it? I mean, you just... I like, mean, what like, is there to even read? I, I mean, don't... Just, it's just a bunch of shit. I don't understand half of what Dan is saying. I'm going to read an art. I'm going to read a document. No. I'm, I work for Dark Matter. I am... I, I, you are my commander. I signed the NDA. This is for the company. This is for us. But... So we can't talk about this with anyone but bento so we're gonna go back and we're gonna go sit in front of bento we're gonna say the same thing we said before two times before and i just don't know i mean like what a fourth time no this this doesn't happen again not with us how not with even, them. there's nothing stopping him from accepting something like this and putting his best man on the job so to speak I, and who would we be at that point to say no? Yeah. Well, the leader of this fucking I mean, squad. You guys, you guys both have military backgrounds, so it's not as though being placed in dangerous positions under sometimes draconian and political, you know, strategies. Uh, it's not not totally new to you. But it's 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 exactly what got me in trouble when I was kicked out the first time. And, okay. and what led to Nash's breakdown. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is, why right. do we keep we keep doing this to ourselves? <laughs> we do it to ourselves, Nash. So, so like, so out of character, Todd. I mean, you know, this this type of thing has affected both characters specifically, severely, in 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 both cases, I believe. Um, and it. Well, it's the, I mean, it's the principle. I think at this point, you guys probably have a running conversation about becoming your own boss. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, maybe, maybe. I mean, but again, out of character, you know, Nash was very specific with Bento 
that we're not going to be put in a situation like this, like we are now again. I mean, the other ones was tangentially, you know, sort of fell under our purview, right? Like we couldn't have known anything about the sisters or whatever. And that was because Scylla wanted fruits, whatever. This is specifically. If you want to think through this straight, which I imagine you're trying to do. Okay. In the first case, you guys did go outside of the safe zone. All right. That's what I'm saying. They knew there was a safe zone and it was marked and you went outside of it. Right, right. Okay, so you can't really blame X Investments for that. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. In the, in the second case, yes, things on Caledina were getting out of hand, but it only seemed, it seemed like they'd only gotten out of hand really recently, like within two weeks. And nobody knew exactly how bad it was, except the doctor who had disappeared. But but this is, but in Nash's line of thinking, so Nash's the guy you know the guys are the most important especially after before so you know we go up to the control room and the guy's like fuck that guy find the doctor like i don't give a shit about the guy on the ground that i already sent to go find her like that's that doesn't fly like fuck right. you no way that doesn't work now we with still me. have him we have him though right don't we he's Mark- still with red yeah. right okay 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 yeah he he was he was saved thanks to us and right. not anybody else. But we've got him like in our pocket, sort of, right? Yes, 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 yes. right, right, yes. <laughs> so like, so in Nash's mind, this is just like fuck you. This is not how I do business. This is not how you put my people in jeopardy because Nash is culpable for everything on the planet. So if something goes wrong, it's Nash's fault, and it's being taken out of his control because I'm not going to tell you what I know. So okay. here's, here's what you, here's what you imagine Bento saying back. You imagine that Bento would say you were sent here to search and rescue. You were not sent here to do combat. Although that's always a possibility. You were not sent here to solve a murder mystery. You were not sent here to, to do any kind of electronics work. You're sent here to, to find anyone who survived, and bring them back. Above and beyond that, and I believe if you read the NDA carefully, you'll probably see this has been legally stipulated. You're at risk, legally, for any actions you take outside the scope of the mission you were assigned. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. I, I'm on board with that. It's not the first time something like that. I can't, we can't, I mean, you know, we can't talk about things that we used to do. I've tried to forget most of them, but. Well, it's not only that. It's if, if you step outside of the mission you've agreed to perform, you will get no support. So we've already broken the end. We've, we've well, already broken well, the mission well, parameters and correct. I mean, that's. As far I, as I wouldn't say I wouldn't say you've broken them in any overt way, but if you contact Bento and start talking to him about, you know, Reggie's conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh no. Bento is going to say, look, you were sent out here to search and rescue. And everything else uh it just has to stay quiet. That's what you agreed to. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Let's take this. Let's take this back, Nash. We're gonna take this back to Bento. 
Okay. The mission is over. I mean, it's not if you say it's not, but this is why we were here. There's no one left. If anyone's left, they're a mimic. And if you're right, they're eaten. Let's take I mean, this back to Bento. I, I think so. I mean, I, I think, I mean, I mean, Bento's under the same agreement. I mean, I. We're no strangers to this situation. I just, if he can't, it might be unfair for us to even put that on him to say situations like this are not acceptable. Well, I mean, what we signed exactly, on. What exactly do you mean by like this, though? I mean, there's no. There's no indication that Blanche knew Mintaka would do what he did. But but she knew that there was a mission here before. And when we specifically said, is there anything else you need to say? She said, nope, we found this place four days ago. We don't know anything about it. Correct. Like, that, that's that bullshit. Was a, that was a flat out lie. Yes. That's, that's, that's what's gotten yeah. Ash's ire up because... Yeah. This is the kind of stuff that puts people in jeopardy. And this is the kind of stuff where she's like, oh, I don't know if I trust Red anymore because, you know, she keeps fucking up. And it's like, well, you don't tell her what the mission is. Like, Nash is hot right now. I'm hot. I'm sweating right now. Yeah. But do you think you're in any more danger than you would have been if you knew the whole time? I feel like that might not be the point, though. It's not the point. It's the principle of the thing. I think it's like, it, like if she admitted that, yeah, yeah, there was a mission before. There'd be more information. Like, give us the information. What if, like, what happened on that mission? We don't know. We don't know. But if she knows, and we could, and that could have helped us rescue some people. But why did she keep it from us? Yeah. What? what like, what's the? Uh, I, I mean, and again, I, it's not this her, is a lot of character. I don't. <laughs> but I'm talking in character because. <laughs> well, she, God damn it! Um, all it does is lead is is leave it open for speculation. Is all I'm saying. Something happened before. What, so why couldn't we have just known? Because she didn't have to tell us. Is that it? If that's it, I mean, what is that? Well, she she did literally say you'd be on a need to know basis. Exactly. So. Look, Raj, I, I don't like it, and it and it kind of weirds me out when you start like talking to somebody that's not. Oh, no, I know. I've never flaked on me. Like I get it. it. It's it's fine. Like I, I trust you and everything, but it it still kind of throws me sometimes. I know. I'm sorry. I, I got. I did go. I did get a little. You know what? I, I sense that you're also at that point. So I'm, you know what? I'm Maybe to some degree, your your level headedness keeps me grounded. It, it kind of gets me talking. It's a whole weird thing. It's a whole yeah, weird there's thing. like another person here, isn't there? You see it. You hear it, don't you? I do. Sometimes I do. <laughs> I think it just it bounces from you to me. And I... Let's just, right. Let's just pretend that, that that other person's not here. And let's just talk. Let's just whisper between us. Wait, this is going to be weird. <laughs> Never mind. All right. I think we bring this back to Bento and we see what he says. All right. Look. I, I agree. Look, we did what we set out to do. This was a search and rescue. We searched the dome. We searched the ship. We searched around the area. We, you know, we can't be wandering around in the mist somewhere. Mm -hmm. They already knew that there was a mission here. Mm -hmm. They already had things that they were already searching for. I think whatever it was got out of hand. 
I'm, I'm not putting you at risk. I'm not putting me at risk any more than what we already are. I think we go back. We let her know that they're all unaccounted for. We couldn't find them. Uh, and, and we leave it at that. But then we have a heart-to-heart -heart with Bento because, you know, this, this may be our line of work. I don't appreciate being lied to. It's not worth the 10 megas. Um, all right. So before we head back, before we, we let, let's talk about how we handle the core from the Delfina. I feel like we give Reggie Jr. a shot, a crack at it as well. But there's no reason why, and there's nothing that says we have to turn that over. I think we give that to Benton, let him decide. Well, I, I think the NDA would say otherwise, Reg. I mean, but we can speak to what, but Bento is part of that. But, but this, yeah, but I mean, this is their property. I mean, I, that's I why we let him decide what to do with it. No, no, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I feel you, but I, I think, you know, everything goes back to them. She, she does what she does. But again, we, we, we have to have a conversation with Bento and, and he might not like it, but I, I, I don't like, I, I don't want to put someone in harm's way because somebody's not telling us something. I mean, can I, this can was I the conversation you, we had. Let, let me ask you a question right now. Let's say we go in front of Bento and the gist of what he throws down at us is these situations are not going to change that we will have to accept that whenever we are put on a job by dark matter, that this is the possibility of what, this is basically the reality of what we're going to be go on. What will you say to that? I, I don't know, Reg. I mean, my I, assumption is that is what he's going to say. He's probably I, just going to like, like humor you until you've had enough. And quite frankly, Nash, I don't want to see what happens when you've had enough. Well, I think you can recall uh, on several occasions Bento having said that, you know, he's looking for any uh, high profile, high income clients that he can. And he would be perfectly happy to do a whole lot of work for Silas Ardassian and uh, other celebrities that would put Dark Matters uh, day tripping services on the map. Um, when it comes to companies like X Investments, it's just more of a random opportunity that happened to come up. They're not really the kind of jobs he's searching for this was an emergency yeah, yeah. Or, or so they said you know the player gets it nash is hot <laughs> <laughs> and i like that I like when nash is hot so there's i want to propose also that there is the possibility that maybe you and i should take these sort of things down a notch now this is sort of out of character for me, but search and rescue, emergency, find people. We can't find people. We don't spend a minute more. I mean, if the circumstances were different, then then I think maybe we're here for a couple of days or a week. I mean, you know, you don't want to leave anybody behind. Someone's in trouble. Like, I mean, well, you know, how do, we even, how do we even determine that at this point? But that's what I'm saying. This situation is different. I, I think given these circumstances, we fulfilled our obligation as much as need be. Mm. Have you, though? You haven't even searched the entire clearing. Oh, shit. There's something in the clearing. 
<laughs> no, what I'm saying is you searched the dome and yeah. you searched the path from here to the ship and you searched mm -hmm. the ship, but you haven't searched the surrounding area. So how much due diligence can you say you've done? Shit, Richard, there's a voice in my head that so well, you hear it too. Your mission, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm again the oh, voice in the voice in your head is you guys imagining what Bento would say. And Bento would say the terms of this mission are search and rescue. That's what you're contracted to do. Search and rescue. So remember, Nate, remember when you thought found it odd that the clearing hadn't been overrun? Yeah. You made that astute observation. What if there's more out there on i would just l let's do this okay we both hear this disembodied voice we don't need to discuss it any more than that so well, you know what i tell you i mean i could have played that as a conversation with bento but i just thought it'd be easier and you guys know oh, yeah, him no, well no, enough, i'm just yeah I'm, I'm right that you guys know what he would say here yeah, yeah. i just player and character are incensed <laughs> right now and just want to say fuck you we're well, all right let's do this then and ben right. would probably he was, you're right he has a good chance of backing you up no matter no matter what goes down i mean he's he believes in you guys and he has your back yeah but you know I, I if you want to get point. paid if you want to get paid for the job you have to at least do due diligence on the job no i hadn't even i that's something that that probably would have come up earlier if i hadn't even considered it but yeah it, the fact that there's a clearing and the fact that Nash brought it up earlier, that it seems odd that there's no overgrowth in the clearing, is worth looking at. That's uh, so. So, what I'm saying is, let's check the clearing. Yeah, I mean, I guess we. You know, Bento would say, <sighs> "Did you do? If we really thought about it, and we really would did, did the due diligence, would would we check the clearing? I know you're hot right now, but all right, look." Let, I mean, it was dark when we went out to the ship. I mean, it, it hasn't been that long. Let's let's least wait until morning. It'll be a little bit easier to see. That's a good idea. All right, uh, and you know what? I just thought it, this is a rather unusual situation, but that that strategy and tactics skill that you're occasionally talking about for Nash, mm -hmm. um, I kind of thought this might be a moment for a role like that. All right. There you go. You know, I'm gonna use the blue dice. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got a five. <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely do it. All okay, right. so um, the way that the with as small a crew as you usually have, as you have right now, rather, uh, I mean, a search and rescue is usually a, a vast operation involving multiple groups of people, but a but a tactical search and rescue uh, still has to proceed according to a plan, and the way the plan is usually done is. You search one area and you either maintain a sentry or a drone there as you move on to the next area and you divide the map into like hexagonal portions and move clockwise. So that would start by like starting due west because it's the easiest to start with. And clear, uh, you know, like a basically a dome sized uh, radius out on the west side of the dome. And then stick a drone there, but your drone is fucked up, so maybe stick the bot there, and then move on around the dome. And it would probably take a few hours per section, and then you could declare that collection, that section, that whole circumference secured. And then again, leave a drone, which you don't have, or a bot out there 
to patrol that perimeter. Then the next day, you start on the second ring outside of that ring, and you can expect to spend a couple days if you want to do a good job. <sighs> Reg, I think we're going to be here for a couple days. Uh, I mean, that's fine. I mean, if we're going to do this the right way, it's, it's going to take us, I mean, you know, a, a hundred meters all the way around the dome in a big friggin' circle. Uh, I'm on board. Let's let's do it right for Bento, because we can only assume that he he. I mean, he had no idea. Well, how? Why would he? I feel like you'll you'll probably cool down. We'll be working. Let let's let's do it. And to tell you the truth, the more I think about it, the reaction from the dog mimic. See, I can't imagine these things are terribly hostile to begin with. So. If we have an interaction with one of them, I think I know what to do. <laughs> All right. I just don't don't touch it. I, I don't, I mean. Well, a lot of the things that I do involve touching, but I understand what you're saying. I mean, I know. I know. No, no. It's going to be like, like, I'm not going to yell at these things anymore, you know? I mean, I'm saying these things. I just don't know anything about them. I won't be yelling at them. Okay. But we're gonna see. If we see one, we're gonna see what happens. All right. Talk nice and sweetly to it. Fair enough. Um, he he checks his chronometer to see like what what part of the cycle night day are we in? Like, could we you know do some shifts, uh, catch some Z's, and then? Oh yeah, you've got eight hours till morning. Oh, I mean, we can feel pretty sad. Do we need a watch? I mean, I'm all for giving the disembodied voice that reasons to fuck with us, but do we need a watch? I mean, we've got Dan. Dan can do Overwatch for the night. And no. we can get a good, a full eight for whatever benefits that gives us. No, I mean, we're working now. We're, we're, we're working, Reg. I mean, we, we got to do, do four and four. All right. I'm in. All right. What watch do you feel comfortable with me taking? Okay, um... I said I said earlier when describing the the strategy of, uh, of of a search that you might want to leave a sentry or a drone or a bot to secure an already cleared area. That way, you don't end up going twice over the same area, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't let new stuff come into the area because you got a patrol out there. Well, you don't have a drone anymore, but you do have that bot. I mean, we could. We could position it behind us as we clear and just yeah. have it move with us as we're well, going. We don't have the resources to like leave something at each section, so mm-hmm. it could trail us. Yeah, I mean, we could always throw a stake in the first section too, so we know when we get back around. I mean, we know oh, yeah. where we're going to be because we're going to totally mark, mark. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, are we going to do that now, or are we going to sleep first? What do you want to do? I mean, Nash would be pushing for sleep. Right I mean, just because... Let's get a tight, a tight fall. Yeah, I mean, we'll like we good. spent the day at work. You know, we were in the simulator. We we jumped out. Yeah, and you've probably been on planet for eight, ten hours now. Yeah. It's in the contract. Every eight hours, we get four hours of, of rest or, or something. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Sounds good. Okay, so... so Who's sleeping first? Uh, Reggie. Nash would stay up. Nash is pissed. He's, he can't sleep. <laughs> All right. So what are you doing for the next four hours? Anything? Well, I'm having sexual nightmares for sure. <laughs> you oh, are. I'm sorry. Never mind. Never mind. 
I mean, I think he would just kind of like, he would kind of talk the stuff out with Dan to try to like nice. get himself like back under control. Uh, you know, like, well, you know, if they knew this, like, you know, but they didn't tell us because Dan is completely impassive and Reggie can be, you know, really passionate too, which is not helpful for Nash in situations <laughs> like this. <laughs> so he's just trying, he's like, he's trying to work it out, you know, kind of with Dan. All right. So Dan is, uh, Dan is trying to uh, tell you how likely or unlikely these various theories that you come up are. And, and that, you know, and, and he's constantly reminding you that correlation doesn't equal causation and he doesn't really have a lot of data to go on. Plus, as you've determined, there are gaps in his memory when he was shut down and doesn't know what was going on. But given all of that, he feels like uh, interactions between Mentaka and the crew started out normal and fine. But after the end of the first day, uh, Mentaka started working alone. And then after the end of the second day, Dan had no more contact with anyone but Mentaka. After the second day. Yeah. Hmm. All right. And, you know, they're like, well, you know, what do you think, you know, they had sent, you know, the mission here prior. Were you here then? Did you have contact with anyone? I have no knowledge of any previous mission, Nash. I'm sorry. This is no. news to me. There are no logs from the previous mission in the core drive that you plugged into me. I simply noticed that the timestamp on the original logging of the time-space coordinates predated our current mission. Sure, sure. All right. Well, okay. Any any chance they could have wiped you out? or That is absolutely possible. Hmm. All right. However, I find it less likely that Dr. Mentaka knew what to expect given the change in his attitude between day one and day two. I expect that Dr. Mentaka uh, discovered something on day one, which then changed the way he interacted with the crew and myself. Do you think he could have been... Uh, For instance, it was on day two that he began his programming efforts. Well, do you think... I mean, it seems as if he would have come into contact with the mimic. Do you think that it has some sort of symbiotic relationship with whatever it comes into contact with? Do you believe that's possible? I cannot read Dr. Mentaka's notes. Uh, I And I know that the, the program he was working on was intended to enable me to analyze mimic samples, but that program was never completed. And he did not keep his logs in my memory banks. He wrote them down on the, on the paper you have described <laughs> scattered all over the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's that's Kind of above my pay grade. Um, <sighs> all right. Well, I mean, I guess just keep your sensors up. I, I mean, not I, I perhaps this is of interest. The the last action that I have logged before Doctor Mintaka told me to fire off the sensors and and then left through the airlock uh, was to call the service bot into him. Hmm. Well, the 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 bot the service bot was wonky. I mean. Uh, the the central core was pulled out, um, and you saw that the the data itself was fried, uh, all jumbled up. I must assume that Doctor Mentaka performed both of those deeds. Uh, shit, maybe maybe we'll take another look around the the uh, the sleeping quarters. Maybe uh, maybe he stashed it in something in there. It is yeah, maybe, possible. 
Yeah, maybe we just didn't find it. I mean, we wouldn't have been looking for it, so we know what we're looking for. Yeah, it'll give me something to do until uh, until Reggie gets up. Thanks, Dan. You're very welcome, Nash. I am programmed to be friendly and helpful. And you are. You excel at both. So he would uh, head back around to the sleeping quarters, uh, you know, kind of open up the door, see Reggie, you know, kind of like judge if he's like up or sleeping or rolling around like he knows he doesn't sleep super well. And then uh, try to figure out which bunk was Mentaka's, you know, if he had, you know, left a personal item or something. And we found like PDAs and books and things like that. Um, and do like a more thorough search and see if you couldn't find that uh, the module for the robot. All right. Uh, you you spend maybe an hour searching that room as quietly as you can. You can easily tell which bed was Mentaka's. Um, there's some of his notes in the same handwriting um, on the bed. And the bed appears to have, to have been made and then not slept in. Most of the other beds are like kind of made sloppily or look like they never got made last time someone got up. But this one bed is is made tight and looks like it may not have even been used the whole time. There are some notes on it, however, and they're in Mentaka's hand. There's a lot of math and a lot of genetics and a couple scribbled things in the margin. And you notice uh, one of these notes is a question mark. And then underneath that, it says, trust no one. Oh. Hmm. Now, you're not a biologist or a scientist, but up above where it says trust no one, it looks like he's working out some sort of genetic sequences because he's using notation, DNA notation. Hmm. Well, shit. I wonder if the rest of the crew got infected. And then he was trying to figure it out. Well, fuck it. So he like folds the paper up. He sticks it in a pocket. Um, if, if it's closer around the time that they'd be switching shifts, he just kind of goes over and gives Reggie a shake. Okay. Reggie, it's your uh, turn. There you go. My testicles. What? Oh. oh hey. Yes. You all right there, buddy? I'm sorry. Uh, and Reggie looks around like, okay, right. Everything's okay. Right? He looks down at his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, nothing is... Okay, and Reggie, Reggie gets up. All right, I think we're good. <laughs> Looks, ugh, ugh. This bed's pretty comfortable. I, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll take. I'm gonna that's, over that's here. Probably wise. And <laughs> Reggie will head out to his watch. Hey, hey. Uh, so I was chatting yeah. with Dan a little bit. Um, oh. So it was like the second day, uh, Mentaka started like behaving differently to the crew. And then I, I just, I, I was searching around to see, you know, it, it seems like he probably took the, the module out of the robot. Um, I, I didn't find it in here. I just figured we'd give it another look through to see. I was looking while you were sleeping. I didn't find it, but I found this. Pulls paper out. Um, you know, it's got this, it looks like DNA sequence, maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. This is above my pay grade. But it, it says, trust no one. So I wonder if we're going around this the wrong way. I wonder if the crew was infected and he was trying to figure out, a, you know, maybe a test to see if, you know, he could figure out who was who. Jesus. Or who was real. Oh, but I mean, even if that was the case, I mean, you saw the way it, in, it, it impersonated a dog. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, it kind of looked like a dog, but only because we knew there was a dog here. Right, but like, if he knew Philip, who was on his team, and then all of a sudden, something that kind of looked like a melted crayon version of Philip, I mean, he's going to know that it's not Philip. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, that's true. I mean, uh, but that's just like a very simplified... I mean, what if they're better at making humanoids? I don't know. Oh, when, maybe the first crew that came in, you know, they were here for longer. I mean, you, you know, you were saying how fast that that moss or mold or whatever was yeah, growing. Was, yeah. Maybe that first crew looked more human. Maybe they got a hold of the rest of the crew. Jeez. Maybe they had contact with the former, the former team. All right. I mean, layers upon layers, Reg. I mean, layers upon layers, and we don't have all the information, as usual. So, I mean, is this one of those things that Bento would say, hey, you know, maybe that, that wasn't part of the deal. Did I sound like him? I've been trying to impersonate his... <laughs> maybe this wouldn't be exactly what we're supposed to do. You're not quite getting it. It's no, not, that's not what I hear. It on. It's a little yeah. bit, it's lower than I think. Maybe, I'll, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'll keep, I'll keep work, working on it. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I think, I think we just, I think we stay the course. We'll start searching the uh, the clearing area, and then we'll just kind of see where we're at. All right. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> so sleep tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey Reg. Yeah. Stay frosty, buddy. Ah, uh, he said it. <laughs> I will definitely stay frosty. All right. So while Nash is sleeping, what are you doing, Frosty? Uh, I'm going to grab a seat in the calm in the main room there with Dan Dan. And uh, I'm, I actually had a thought that Reggie would start peppering Dan with questions about the crew, actually. While being on watch, I'd be checking in whatever manner we had that set up, like because we can't watch outside of the, the dome, right? So we're just kind of just in case anything kind of comes up inside of the dome. Yeah, well, looking out through the dome is very yeah. very blurry. You can't you see right. swirling swirling lights and sometimes scary looking shapes. All right, so so I'd probably so Reggie would probably pace around, checking just watching the swirling shapes. Like so, Dan, Dan let me ask. Uh, what was the crew like that came with Dr. Menteca? Okay. Uh, Dan can detail the crew, uh, you know, down to their, their names and professional specialties. And they all seem like they were uh, young, fairly recent recruits for X Investments. They were all junior to Dr. Mentaka and had general support roles. None of them was a specialist. Mentaka was the only specialist on the team. As far as Dan can infer from the orders he was given and the types of media he was asked to produce. On the first day, the crew all worked together with Dr. Mentaka, setting up sensors, running different sorts of diagnostics, and in general, acting like a, like a normal crew might be expected to act. Something changed by the second day, though, because Dr. Mentaka starts... Uh, giving the crew time down, which they mostly spent watching movies and and uh, writing in their journals and filming each other in the commons room, while he sort of 
sequestered himself away in the control room and was writing notes and doing some sort of research, which he apparently was keeping from Dan by periodically shutting Dan off and by simply doing his theorizing by hand. Um, so on the second day, the crew was basically told to, you know, take time off, consider yourself on leave, watch movies, do whatever you want. I'll be busy in here kind of thing. So did was any of the crew required to like, like what was there? They were just a support staff for Dr. Mentaka? They were simply here to assist him in his experiments, uh, atmospheric, radioactive, any possible life forms, whatever support he might need. Dr. Menteca was a well-regarded genius, uh, both in xenobiology and a well-known day tripper. So would he have had to have report that, that he had basically taken them off of their duties? That what, I imagine he put a requisition and listen to me. Talk like I know what the hell I'm talking about. So listen to me. I, I would assume that he would have to re- request all of this support staff now. So wouldn't he have to like account for their activities? He may have to account for their activities, but he was under no obligation to use them. They were simply available if he needed them. All right. Okay. That's fine. And he kept all these notes. All these notes are all over the place. Is that well, where, it's, where it's, we're at? It's clear that... Uh, Okay, it's not clear, but it is almost certain that if he was hiding information from Dan, then that might mean he was hiding information from XI. And he was almost certainly hiding information from the rest of the crew. So, geez, I guess we just tapped out. I don't know why I'm even trying to investigate this anymore. It's not like we're even supposed to be looking into any of this. I just feel so helpless when it comes to like, hey, go rescue these people. Hey, there's no one around. I mean, I know we're going to go search the area, but like, what are we going to find? We're not going to find people who are just like, okay. We're not going to find the crew just, just just wandering completely healthy out there. This is going to, something broke bad. I just, and he kept the whole thing secret, secret from you, Dan. And he kept all of his little notes. Are any of the notes around now? Or do we just we collect them? Oh all? yeah, they're they're scattered all over the room. I mean, this scattered. All, look at this guy. He'll pick up a couple of papers and start to look at them, but to read through them, like I just 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 like randomly, just oh here's one, here's another one. So now he's got three pages and he just he's leafing through them. Like what is what is this? And he'll just start to try to read them. Well, you know what? You just came across something that you hadn't noticed before. Um, you hadn't put it together before because you kept seeing the word beta. But then you remember that on that video, one of the somebody in the video referred to the dog as beta. So the the dog is the the beta. It, and you're now you're looking at the notes and you're reading them differently. You're going, oh, this paragraph here, he's talking about the dog, and it it ends up saying, going to find the fucker who took beta. And that's what something that Mantaka wrote. Yep, that's the last thing written on that page. Oh God, I mean, then. Did Mantaka ever mention that someone took the dog? I have no information on anything like that. No. Can you bring up for me some of these video logs that they had? Certainly. And if you if you could sort of like filter out, I'm looking for all the vi- I'm looking for like any instance where where Beta was in the shot. Is that something you can do? Maybe not. I can review the video archives. And yeah, he, let's he, find all the beta stuff. I want to see this. To the other, now, remember, he, he has no 
cameras in here or throughout the rest of the room. He has he has scientific sensors on the outside of the dome, but he also controls the the 3D holographic video movie viewer thing. So he has access to all of the movies, both the ones they took with them here and the ones that they shot themselves. Okay, that might be my thing because we were we were watching a video of them, yeah. weren't we? Yeah, so that, yeah. that's what I, all I was looking for is more like that. Yeah, and Dan has access to all those, so he's going through the library and he manages to pull up all the shots that have the dog in them, and all of them are from the first and the beginning of the second day. There are no shots of the dog as we go into day two, and there are no shots of anyone after day two. There's no recorded video after day two. All indications is that Dr. Mateka loves this dog. Oh, there are many shots of him playing with the dog, wrestling with the dog, and uh, getting angry at people who don't show respect to the dog. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about diaries. Are there any diaries on log from the crew? Uh, Dan has no diaries on log. You did find one in the, you did find a written diary in the, the bunk room. Uh, and that one was in the form of, the guy was writing to his mom. And he was writing about how boring it is. And Dr. Mintaka gives them nothing to do. But at least it's a paycheck. All right. Beta. Somebody took Beta the dog. And I'm assuming the entire crew, actually. And I think Reggie's just going to ruminate on that probably for the rest of his watch. Uh, the dog thing is now a, a sticking in his mind a little bit more. So the dog's name was Beta. Someone took Beta. Uh, there are some clippings, among, not clippings, but media stories uh, among the, uh, the older recorded data. Uh, one of them is a, uh, like some sort of front-page news story uh, about Drail Mentaka, one of his previous missions. And it's just a piece of um, PR fluff, but it does mention in there that uh, it shows a picture of him with his dog and that he's known amongst uh, day-tripping circles as being uh, kind of a quirky guy who always insists on bringing his dog with him on every mission. Oh my God, is it the same dog? It's the same dog. Yeah, and this is from a newspaper, or a yeah. news story like several years ago. Damn, this call was close to his dog and his dog was stolen. Shit, I'd probably snap too. Just look at Nash and how he is with that cat. Go ahead and give me a brains roll. I will do it. <laughs> Since you're looking through his notes. Oh, oh, one of them six. Really? Yeah. All right. That's you and the experience point for that one. That is a yes and. Okay. So uh, you discover the page where um, he's talking about alternate generic properties. There's a bunch of big words going over your head. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this is this is where he first writes the word mimic and puts quote marks around it. So it's just clear that he is the one that first noticed this thing. No one else knew it was here. And he named it. He named it a mimic. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you the and rather than asking for it. You find another page of notes where it looks to you like he's working out different branches from a, a chemical basis. One of them is labeled human with a question mark and then later underlined with a different pen at three bold underlines under the word human. So there's two words. So human is twice once it's underlined three times. The mm, human is once with a question mark, and then he came back later and underlined it. So w w what else is surrounding that? Like, what else is with that? It's it's a 
diagram branching out in several different directions. You'd think what he's doing, this is like DNA science, but he seems to be tracing the ways that this thing can morph in different directions. And one of the branches is labeled human. He, he caught one. He has to have had one. We looked at this entire facility, right? Yeah, and you found a spot of blue goo on the corner of Dan's console and on the floor beneath it. Did we take a sample of that? Blue slime. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you stuck yeah, we some must have, we, we grabbed some of that. Uh-huh. You can still see it from where you're sitting. Look at that blue goo. And uh, Reggie's going to get up close to it. It looks just like the blue substance that the dog form was made out of. I feel like John, myself, is an idiot here. So I'm gonna Reggie's going to get right up to the blue goo, and I'm going to touch it. <laughs> With my little fingies. You're going to take your glove off? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be in your suit, I guess. So, yeah, because um, you're inside now. So you're touching it with bare skin. That's my question. Yes. 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 Okay. It's it's cold and slimy, but doesn't seem to be alive anymore. It's just like a slimy stain. I'm gonna, I pick it up and like play with it in between my fingies. Well, you already scooped up the sample that you could take, and so what you're left yeah. with is you know just okay. a little bit of like stuck to the floor. Is it doing anything to the floor? No. Max well, says, eat it. Eat it? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't eat it. <laughs> that's, an, that's an example of Max failing his brain's rule. <laughs> oh, don't. All right. Oh, God. I don't know. Reggie, Reggie is just probably just continues to stare at it. And right. he's, he's, he's at a loss. But he knows the dog is important. And he wants to find the damn dog. Or at least have the opportunity to talk with one of these things again. Yeah, I think you guys have basically already theorized the answer. But I think the question in Reggie's mind is, how did this goo get inside here? Well, because he he had one. Dan, he had a mimic in here. He had to have. And something went wrong. Something went wrong. Did he kill the mimic or did the mimic kill him? We don't know because he turned you off. These stupid gung-ho scientists and their bullshit. That's a theory, the veracity of which I cannot deny, Reggie. You are right in your assumptions. Let me say, where would you keep a mimic if you were to take one and bring it inside of the facility? Where would you, what would you do? What would, what would you do, Dan? This is a difficult situation for me to imagine, as I have no body or arms or legs. <laughs> I know what the mission protocol was. If a, uh, if a specimen were to be captured... It would require the knowledge of the entire crew who would decide, depending on the situation, how to best handle that situation. Well, a, a dead specimen could be brought back easily. A living specimen would require more coordination on the part of the whole crew. Well, we now we cut out the whole crew. All right. Something went wrong, and we just don't know what it is. Reggie leans back in the chair, kicks his feet up, and goes, I suppose when we go and we check this place out, at least, at least we know that they're probably going to be on edge anyway because there has to be more to this story. So um, the four hours has gone by and it's time to go out and search. Nash wakes up to Reggie sleeping in the chair in the... <laughs> <laughs> 
like Nash's like internal clock goes off since they're working, <laughs> and he kind of like snaps up. Nobody's in the room, and he's like, "Yeah, all right, well, that's you know, maybe he's coming to get me." And then he like looks at his watch, and it's like a half an hour past <laughs> when he was yeah. supposed to get up. Fuck! He goes out. It's Reg, Reggie, Reg. All right. Oh, he's ready. Doing the walls. <laughs> doing the walls. Uh, what? Oh, you wake up. Wake up. You woke up. That's yeah, great. no, I'm, I'm, I'm up, Reg. Hey, uh, hey, the dog's name is Beta. What do you think of that? Um, I'd say it's weird to make a sense that uh, that's the dog's name, but uh, yeah, it's very weird in a meta sense. <laughs> also, I thought it was interesting that you might want to know that this bloke, this. Uh, Mantaka Drail himself was very attached to this dog and in fact the dog was stolen and he was going to try to find the fucker who took him. Sure, where did you make of that? that? Dan didn't tell me that. What? Oh no, I read it in this uh, and, it, and Reggie shows him the pages. Look at these pages. You can see at the end of it. Look, like, look at this. All this stuff we read before referencing some beta. I mean, it's the dog. Look it. Huh. Fuck, I wonder if we shouldn't, like, collect up all the fucking papers in here and just sit and go through them. There's papers all over the damn floor. Oh, man, I got half of them sticked up on the table over there that I just decided that happened while I was awake. Well, I mean, I guess when yeah. we're done searching, we could always come back and go through the papers, I guess. Most yeah. of them are most of them are near incomprehensible. This was a guy with, with weird handwriting in, a, in an age when most people don't handwrite, um, working at a frantic pace and writing only for his own you know reading yeah, yeah a lot of like shorthand and shit yeah yeah it's like nash picks up a couple of pieces of paper and sees that and he's like I, there was one in a million reggie i i can't make hide hide your tails of this yeah i mean it's just like anytime he mentions beta it's the dog and i don't know what that means but i'll take from it that he has a similar sort of relationship with that dog as you have with that cat I mean, your, your animal's part of family, Reggie. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> Fucking cat saved my life, Reggie. Hey, I'm not, I'm not poo pooing that at all. I mean, I just, uh, I appreciate, I appreciate that. All right. Well, okay. I appreciate that you appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, it's fine. I just, I mean, I don't know, maybe in a way I understand because I just yelled at the thing out there and it got scared and threatened me and ran away. Is that what animals do? Well, I mean, you probably scared it. So it just, you know, like when a cat arches its back or, a, you know, a dog shows his teeth or whatever, like probably just. Well, maybe out. we're going about it the wrong way. I mean, maybe, I mean, I can't imagine it like, hey, this is the mimic who decided to be a dog. Well, well, it wasn't a dog. It was like it acted like a dog, but it's still a mimic. So maybe all the mimics are like this. But, but but where are they at then? Like that's the so if the mimic didn't consume well, here's the them, thing. Or... Here's the thing. They're probably everywhere. The, the mimics? Yeah. No, no, but where's the people? Oh, they're dead. Well, I, I mean, mean that's what we gotta figure out. We gotta for, we gotta search. Let's just search. We're gonna search the we're finally gonna search the clearing. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll find something else there. Maybe there's like a whole underground complex or some shit under here. Jesus, can you imagine? I, well, I, I can now because we didn't think of it before. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be crazy when we find that. 
All right, let's uh, let's grab a little something to eat and let's. Uh... You know what? Let me try this. Hey, Dan, where's the access point to the underground facility beneath this facility? Beneath the waste chamber, you will find our recycling unit. Is that what you're referring to? Most likely. I am pleased to be of assistance, Reg. I am programmed yeah. to be friendly and helpful. It's very good. Thank you. Maybe we well, can check that out. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going in the shitter, Reg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. We'll call it Plan B. Right. What do you think this is? A Thomas Pynchon novel? <laughs> we could make it one. <laughs> All right, so so we so we eat some like MRE type shit, and then fucking yeah, I should go out grab the grab the bot, kind of wheel it back, so we can you know use that in our search parameter, I guess, mm. and uh, start looking to see what we can find. Like you know, Nash will bend down every once in a while with like the combat knife and kind of like probe the ground to see if there's you know metal, if there's Careful, the ground might be a mimic. Oh, fuck. You know, when you say stuff like that. Hey, it was a tree, and then it was some sort of plant, and then it was some sort of demigorgon, and then it was a butterbird. Okay. Um, Nash, <laughs> I, you said you're going out to get the bot. Are you going alone? No, it's after oh, yeah. you know, Reggie and I are kind of... We're, 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 we're deploying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's if it's still hard to see, then yeah, I would be like, "Hey, come come with me to go grab the bot." You know, I I wouldn't go to where Reggie couldn't see me any longer. Okay, we're, we're still tethering. Okay, so you're tethered then, and you're out at the edge of the clearing where the bot is, and the bot is just slowly turning its head around and around. But there's a there's a beam coming from over its camera sensor that sort of sweeps across the landscape as it goes, and you see that humanoid form again. It's out in the forest. Uh, it's maybe 50 meters away and it's just standing there. It's, it's swaying slightly, but basically standing still and watching you. Freddie sees it. He immediately just goes, hello. And then just goes about his business. He acknowledges it's there with a hello. And then he doesn't pay it any other mind. Nash is watching. Cause he's surprised when Reggie's just like, Hey, <laughs> this is, I think this is the right approach. Uh, it it crouches down, and and now it's dark. You can't see it anymore. There's just a sweep of light went across a humanoid um, form. You shouted out hello. So from the darkness comes a strange garbled voice that says, "Now I've got you." All right. I suppose then we should probably get our weapons out. <laughs> well, may, I mean, Did you hear that shit? I I, <laughs> I hear fucking, it. That was fucking. That yeah, you freaky. You might want to tell me what your next immediate action is. Uh, a voice just said, "Now I've got you." So, a voice in the darkness that can see you better than you can see it, because you guys are silhouetted against the backdrop of the lit dome. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get our weapons out and just back panel a little bit, because that right, so was you, like I didn't expect that. You you pull your weapon. Out. I grab the robot. And kind of like position it in front of us and start moving back. Yeah, backpedaling to where we would have begun our search had this mm. not happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keeping that situation, that whole situation, just in front of us. Okay, you know, are, are you being quiet? Um, 
I mean, does the bottom were pulling it across the ground? Not yelling or anything, but we're not. I'm not. I mean, I'm assuming we're not trying to be like stealthy, but there's no loud noises, you know? Okay, so you're just quietly moving or guiding yeah. the bot back we're to the just, dome. We're just trying to. Yep. Just okay. Back are away. you are you moving quickly or slowly? Uh, I would say slowly if I'm dragging the bot. Yeah, slowly, slowly. All right. You don't really have to drag the bot. It's got tractor wheels. You can just sort of guide it, and it'll come. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Okay, so you're being fairly quiet, and you're moving fairly slowly. And uh, the bot, or not the bot, the, um, the voice from the darkness speaks again. And this time it says... Where are you, you bastard? Uh, I mean, do you think it's... Wait, did the voice come from... Oh, there's, no, there's probably no way to tell. Was the voice from the direction of where that thing was? Uh-huh. I still don't want to, I still don't want to engage. But, but I wonder if it... I wonder if it... I mean, you know, I'm just throwing this out there because right. if it, like, consumes the people, like, I wonder... Wait a minute. It's... I just had a thought. I had a weird thought. So Reggie, Not the first time I've heard this. <laughs> uh, Reggie stops, stands up, and he goes, and he and he and he says out loud, not aggressively, not aggressively, and he just says, "Drail," and then he listens. Is that you? And the voice from the darkness says, "Now I've got you." Make a brains roll. <gasps> Wait! Oh no! I, 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 think, I think I get it. I think I understand. Are, I are we I both making rolls or just Reggie? You can both do it. Okay. Oh, I rolled a six. I think I get it, though. Ooh, nice. I, I don't. I got a two and a three. Okay, Reggie, you just got an experience point for that. Um, I think okay. I get it. Yeah, when it says, now I've got you the second time, it says it exactly the exact same way as it did the first time. All right. Reggie, and you tell me what the and is. Okay, the and is, is that so the end oh this sucks Does, I, I want you to know I'm okay if 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 Reggie dies doing something <laughs> I am okay Reggie takes Reggie puts his, his gun he takes it he puts it on the ground he just puts it on the ground and he just walks out in that direction please kill Reggie this is stupid I just think I understand he puts the gun down and he says, and he, he puts he puts his hands up, and he kind of like he gets down on his knees, and he goes, "Now I've got you," and he's looking non-threatening. Like Nash stops, like when you like walk forward and kneel down, like he's like walking with the bot, and he's kind of got it between us. And then you, <laughs> I think I've got it. I think I've got it. What are you doing? Just kind of just stay there. Just wait. Okay. So Reggie says, "Now I've got you," and the voice says, "What the hell? What?" What the hell? What the hell? It says it the exact same way. The exact same tone, intonation, beat, timbre, everything. Oh, oh, let me try this. Let me try. Beta! It says, now I've got you. Hey, Nash. What? It's repeating the things that it's heard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, All right. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, the other thing I thought was maybe it was like if it ate the people that like that was it was like reliving the memories. But since it's repeating what you said, you're probably right. OK, let me try this. My name is Reggie. There is no response. 
and in uh you know there's just there's no response sorry okay and there's not i don't see anything no that's just no response do you see anything no i i barely saw it before it's just the light from the fucking the bot hit it all right what if what if we just continue i don't think we're in any danger I mean, hopefully that's true, but where the fuck did the crew go? I mean, I unless mental. Well, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to try to see it? The the creature? Yeah, because yeah, like, yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm looking for it. Okay. Well, you could just direct the light from the bot. Ah! Uh, Showing the bot light over there, over there, in that oh, direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he like. Uh, is there like a program on it where he can just like stop the head from revolving and then just position it to where the light is? Uh, yes, but you could probably just tell it. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was laughing because I feel like, like you know, you can literally tell tell the bot turn turn that light seven degrees clockwise. Oh, okay, perfect. and it'll do it. I do it. <laughs> Okay, so brain rolls from both of you. Oh, good lord. Two is my highest. I get a six. Huzzah. Uh, okay, this is a yes and, and I'm going to tell you what the and is. Yes, you do see the thing. It is no longer shaped like a human. Now it's just shaped like a, like a blob, like a slug or something, and it's moving away. <laughs> but in the direction where it's moving away, you notice something else unusual. The ground looks like it has been dug up and then piled back. Oh, fuck. Oh, Reg, that doesn't look good. I mean, that thing is not It doesn't look good because of it. I think it's just not. It's not this thing, though. Look, it's not this thing. I think we got to check that out. There's a a big spot like, you know, six feet by 10 feet where there's no moss. It looks like the ground was dug up in a rough rectangle. Reggie, Reggie goes out towards it. He goes, I don't, you can, st- I mean, maybe you stay or just kind of stay behind. He doesn't take his gun. He doesn't take his gun. No, no, you did, did. Hey, no, no, grab that. Grab that. But I don't I'm want them to think that you think I should just. Shit. Well, the thing is going away. Right. But I think Reggie is thinking that it's leading him somewhere. <laughs> that, that, that it's, that it's going somewhere mm. that, okay. So fine. I will. I'll pick the weapon up, but I'm slinging it on my back. I'm not holding it. Yeah, okay. no, that's fine. Just make you. All right, that's. Oh, you know what? You're right. Thank you. You're right. And then Reggie's gonna actually move out towards that disturbance of ground. Okay. What about Nash? Come on, Robbie. All right. <laughs> Nash and the robot are following along behind. As you get beyond the clearance. Uh, the cleared area, the the robot starts moving really slow. The ground is slimier and more uneven out here. Uh, so Nash and the robot are a little bit further behind when Reggie gets up to the big rectangular plot of land. Now, the mimic is no longer within sight. Uh, it went at a pretty good rate of speed, a fast walk a- away from here to the west. Okay. This plot, This plot of ground was, I'm just going to say what it looks like, man. It looks like a big, shallow grave. Okay. Well, I think we just need to see a proof, right? We just need to see something, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is... Uh... He just starts digging with his hands. Can couple I program feet. the robot to dig with its fucking... The robot flippers? 
Yeah, the robot does have some tools that will. And it's not they're not great, but they're like trowels. Yeah. So yeah, it can it can help. Uh, and yeah, just about a foot beneath the surface, it's a human arm. God damn it! It's wearing the X Investments uh, support suit. Oh, we're gonna have to dig this whole thing, Reg. I mean, we we. No, no. I just I'm thinking about like how what happened, why. Why this far out? Why why do this at all? Who knows why people do anything? I mean... But Reggie just trails off and starts digging and, and clearing away bodies. All right. You guys spend probably uh, at, at least 30 or 40 minutes digging. through The ground is wet and it's not hard to dig. So by the time you consider yourselves done, maybe an hour has gone by. Uh, the three members of the crew are all here. They've all been dead for days. Dr. Mentaka is not here. To be continued. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, these bodies are really gross. There's fungus and mold growing all through them. They've been dead for days. <sighs> Reg, this is why you do your due diligence. <laughs> yep. I don't even want the 10 megas. <laughs> I, well, I mean, it was... A, I don't even want to say it. I, I'm not going to say it. It seems kind of cold. Say it. Well, it was, say it, it was, so we're not going to hear it. it. It was 5 mega for everybody that we brought back, but it was for survivors. You think there's any... Uh, Good. Any, uh, I, just, I didn't want to say it. I just it, it, it came in and it went out. I No, it's fine. No, it's good. It sort of puts a it sort of puts a, a perspective on all of this that probably needed to be there. Well, closure, if nothing else, for the families of these three. I mean, that's what I'm taking away from it. Assuming X Investments even told these people's families. I mean, they had to know they were here. I guess. Are we still playing? We already we already to be continued. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean NDA. They probably saw an NDAs too. I because I I think. At a minimum, Nash would pull their ident cards as proof. That's a good call. Um, and then, I was going to take a finger, but ident cards are better. Oh, it's probably better. Um, and then I guess take the bodies back to the dome. I mean, I don't think they can be preserved at this point. Uh, but oh, they're they're run through with fungus and mold of all kinds. Yeah, ident okay. cards. All right, so just the ident cards then. Oh, can we take some like photos? Sure. Well, we have the suit cams, right? Yeah, I mean, right. So we'll we'll suit cam the whole thing. Like this is this is what this is. So so there's no Mantaka. Is there a dog body? No. Shit. All right. Yeah. I mean, I guess we in on that. I mean, I've. I've... <laughs> yeah, that's where you end. You guys standing over this gross grave full of bloated distorted human bodies it's like a low camera shot it's like nash's hand with the ident cards kind of like with the dirt and the bodies reggie Reggie covered in dirt sitting next to the dead bodies holding one guy's hand (laughs) yeah and a distinct feeling that you're being watched Uh, yeah these things are they're repeating they're repeating what they've heard all right well John's got his own show. It's uh, Tales of Blood and Stone. If you want to check that out, I 
never put it in the show notes. <laughs> but you don't have to ever put it in the show notes. I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely in a little bit like the the, the holiday slash con. The last like a month or so has just thrown our schedule off. No, I'm still waiting. Freaking guy, uh, it's been like three weeks. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's red. It's red. I, I actually, I did a lot on it today. It's almost done. It's almost there. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's almost there. Hey, you know, I can't. I, I knew when it began that I would. I what that there was going to be periods of time where it was just going to be like, well, it's been three weeks, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, why are you comfortable? Uh, blasting it or or uh, uh, like promoting it as much because I know I'm gonna gonna lag every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we look forward to that. I know uh, I'm enjoying it. So if you're uh, looking for other podcasts, you know, of course, listen to this podcast, like cue us up on oh, the yeah. top there, oh, you know, yeah. but if you're looking for something else to like fill the gaps in and stuff, you tales of blood and stone. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's dark. Uh, Listener discretion is required. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it can get, uh, it can get uh, pretty, uh, I don't want to say nasty because nasty is not the right word, but it's dark for sure. I think we handle some of the stuff okay, but there's a lot of I cut out a lot of stuff where it's like we went too far. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I can see that could happen. Cool. All right, and we've got a couple of sponsors. If you want to check those out, it's uh, Birds of a Feather Coffee. You can use tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew. Uh, it's roasted by our own GM Neil. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster. Uh, the Legends is roasted to order. If you put an order in today or tomorrow or whenever you listen to this, uh, it will probably be roasted within the next day or two and shipped out to you fresh as can be. Uh, if you use code LEGENDS10, you're going to get 10% off your order, and shipping is free. It's a, a very easy drinking medium roast. It's really good. It's what I keep in my house. I just tweeted out a picture. I just got some uh, Friday, Saturday, I think I just got two bags in, so I'm all freshed up. My my cabinet smells like coffee right now, so it's fantastic. I'm going to actually set an alarm to do this. Every time you say this, I go, man, I'm going to do this. Because I I want I I want to try to do that French press situation. Oh, French press is the way to go. I love it. I looked at that other one there that we talked about the other day. The weird, the what do you call it there? Aeropress. Aeropress. Yeah, French press is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Please check out the sponsors. Uh, if you order from the sponsors, it helps us out tremendously. It helps uh, put a little bit of money back into the podcast because everything costs money, and right now you know we're just paying for everything so (laughs) but uh it's cool i mean we love it Uh, we enjoy doing it it's fun playing games it's fun hanging out and uh but you know uh supporting the sponsors uh takes a little bit of the edge off so uh we hope that you'll do that Uh, we appreciate you come by and checking it out ratings and reviews on itunes or whatever your pod catcher of choices is also super helpful. Uh, it just helps people notice the show and, you know, kind of spread the word out there. So we hope you would do that as well. And uh, thanks again for watching and we'll catch you next time. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the legends of tabletop broadcast network for more gaming related content. Please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.